0: And we're back. And we back. And we back. And no, we don't back. want to do, do
1: that. Why not?
0: I don't want to do I don't that. like it either, man. It's, it's kind of weird. It's just chance.
1: I know who it is. I don't want you it's to do it. It's a chant
0: by Chance, the rapper. Chance, Chance, oh. the rapper. Gabby, yeah, don't shake your head at just me. Just set us up, bro. Set us up, man. Set us up, dude. Let's just go.
1: like the Raptors set up Kawhi Leonard to hit that dagger. We kind of set himself up. Did
0: they really set him up or did he just make room for himself? Because I feel like he just make, made room he for himself. He came up on Roll, but it was good. Pick and roll. Pick and roll.
1: I've had a peak and Roll. Pretty good. Yeah.
0: Guys, welcome to the uh, to the <laughs> weekly special. Um, I am currently watching somebody play Call of Duty on their TV across the street. No. Yeah. I can see it pretty clearly. He died again. Oh, not no, he didn't die, dude. How He's are the little, graphics? Pretty good. Pretty fucking crispy, to be honest with you. I'm looking through a screen door on two different houses. Word. Anyways, welcome to the uh, to the weekly special. Uh, it's me, Ortega. It's Gabby. Yo. It's Shane. Hi. We're uh, we're talking some stuff this week. We uh, all
2: watched. Talking some stuff this yeah. week.
0: We all watched uh, a series on Netflix this past week um, that I was interested in for a little while. Um, I think all of us were a little bit intrigued by. It's an anthology series called Love, Death, plus Robots.
1: Love, Death, and And robots, and And, uh, And ampersands, robots.
0: So, just to give you a little bit of background, it came out a couple weeks ago um, on Netflix. Uh, It's an anthology series, meaning I think it's comprised of 18 episodes. I want to say it's 18 um that are somewhere between seven ish minutes and 15 minutes roughly i would not even call them episodes like almost like short yeah they're like little short films so um we wanted to watch all of them so that we could discuss them a little bit um some very cool animation styles some very different animation styles some of the episodes are not animated at all so we just wanted to take a little bit of time and talk about uh the this series um we all have very different takes on it and some similar takes shane and i watched it for the most part together i think uh from three or four episodes um we didn't um and then gabby you were watching it throughout the course of the week as well so i watched it all yesterday, it all yesterday. <laughs> it was all just anthology <laughs> yeah uh so just to give a little bit more of a background on love death and robots uh, it's produced by joshua donan david fincher jennifer miller and tim miller so tim miller is known for his work in some iconic in in some iconic comic books uh, and David Fincher, obviously, we know is a very, very uh, a popular director. Um, so they work together on um, on the entire series. However, each individual episode is animated by a different group of people. So there's a lot of different, distinct styles, um, and it is produced by Blur Studio. So just so that everybody knows, kind of the, the creative minds behind it, um, I, I was guessing that it was 18 episodes, but it is, in fact, 18 episodes. Um, so what did you guys think? It was It was interesting, but I'd love to hear your thoughts before I share mine
1: yes uh i think it was really interesting to see this over 18 episodes all the different styles of animation that are now classified as animation the cgi in it i think is fantastic the whole time watching it i was like god this looks exactly like the halo commercials that used to be around some of the episodes and it turns out that it's because they're from blur animation studio on some of the episodes which were the people who did that Deadpool demo back in the day that got Deadpool uh, signed. Green and also lit. did the uh, did the cutscenes in Halo 5. And Cooney. Right? Oh, no. no? No, definitely not. Studio Ghibli, but okay. Continue. De- definitely not. <laughs> uh, Oops. <laughs> so <This. laughs> it's uh it was it was really interesting to see all the different styles of animation. Every single one uh, had a different feel to it, which was interesting. I feel like Out of the 18 i probably enjoyed nine of them it felt like every other one was a good one for me i mean as i've said it before and i say it again the comedy ones were probably like my my go-to they're right in my wheelhouse a lot of them so i did enjoy them uh but it was interesting because when you think of animation you think of you know you're plagued by like the disney style of animation and how that progressed and what that looks like now but you get hints of old school animation in here being like, you have that Tintin-esque animation of the one where they go and find Dracula. I found it was kind of in that sort of way. And then you have ones that are kind of reminiscent of like Into the Spider-Verse style, and you have cell shaded So you you get a a good varied variety. Uh, Is that the same word twice I think I just used? But you get a good variety of different animation styles to tell these stories. Some of the stories really suck. Some are really good. I find
0: it is polarizing
1: throughout, but I would definitely recommend people to listen to the ones that we pick as the good ones and watch those ones.
0: So out of the episodes that you remember, you may not know all the episode titles.
1: I have them up. Do you have them up? Okay. So
0: what, uh, which were the, if you could pick two to recommend out of the 18, what would you do? Do you want to do two or three? I'll do two. Okay. What were your two recommended?
1: Two confidently, I would recommend, uh, the day that yogurt took over. Yeah. Which is, I think, is hilarious. I love the animation style in it.
0: When the yogurt took over, yeah, then? when the yogurt
1: took over, okay. uh, especially being you know lactose sensitive is the term I like to use in this <laughs> society. Uh, it's a great way to address that whole scene, and there's some good laughs in it. So I definitely recommend that. Uh, the other one that I actually enjoyed, oddly enough, I did enjoy the Lucky 13 one. I thought that that was a cool.
0: That was good, yeah that was a good one that was made by sony sony pictures actually did that one
1: yeah so i thought that that was a cool one and that is about a girl who gets an unlucky plane that's seen a lot of deaths and then forms his partnership with her warship and uh goes into battle and the animation in it is just spectacular like it looks so lifelike which uh, there's a lot of the time gabby i'm sure you'll talk about it more and expand on it before we got on the air you were talking about it but there was a couple times where i was scratching my eyes to see if it was animation or if it was real life in some of these shorts, which is unbelievable to see where we've come when it comes to CGI animation. Gabby, what would you think?
2: Uh, I enjoyed I enjoyed uh, Love, Death, and Robots. Some episodes where I didn't really care too much for, and some were... Well, there was only really one that was really hard to watch. I was, like, cringing. Which one was that? The the one where she's in space and she rips off her arm. Oh, yeah, that was
1: a oh, tough yeah. one. Oh, yeah.
0: I was like... That was tough.
2: Like, would I do that I'm like Holy crap I was just like
0: Self preservation uh... man She needs to live
2: Yeah that, What was that The episode was called um, Helping Hand That was Helping Hand um, It was good It was a good episode It was just hard to watch Um uh, there was one episode that reminded me a lot of Starcraft. Uh, that one was called. Yes,
0: I called out that same one. That the one that was on the farm suits.
2: Yeah. Yep. Um, it reminded me of like Jim Raynor. One hundred percent. That's like exactly whole what I was country thinking. music vibes. Yep. And like
0: even the aliens, like the, yeah, like, they were like the Zerg. Yeah, they were yeah, like the Zerg. It
2: was even when the big one came out. It was like yep. a lurker from Starcraft. One hundred percent. So I really enjoyed that one yep. because it reminded me of uh, uh, Starcraft a lot. I did like the witness. You guys told me you guys didn't really like it. I thought it was just a cool concept. Uh, I con- did like the animation style. The of animation that style was really dope too. Yeah. That was actually one of my f- more favorite animation styles in *The Witness*. Okay. So that one was based off of a loop of where uh, a, a girl sees uh, witnesses a murder across uh, the street from like two, like a building away from her, and the the guy who commits the murder sees her as well and then is, like, thrown off by the whole thing because the person who he just murdered was the person who saw him murder. So the witness was the one being... She
0: witnesses her own murder.
2: Witnesses her own murder. And then the whole episode is the guy tracking her down and, like, trying to get her to stop and tell her what, what was happening. But she didn't have any of it. And then she ends up... At the end of the episode, they end up in a room and she ends up killing him. And then... Across the street, there was another witness who was the guy who she just just killed. So it was like a it it's was like a, a cool a little, little paradox, like uh, time loop thing, which was pretty interesting. Um, what else did I have written down? I thought I, I really enjoyed the Ice Age one. I thought that was a cool concept. It was, I mean, some sort of plot holes where they were just they were just literally just watching it happen and not really doing anything about it. Where essentially what was happening was they moved into this new, uh, I guess, look this like a new apartment or house, a couple, and uh, they they had like this super old school freezer and uh, inside of it was a lot of ice and then when they removed that ice it uh, they found a civilization like an actual civilization of I guess you can really say mini humans living inside this freezer who were stuck in the ice age until they removed that uh, ice from the freezer and then from there they were able to like it was like almost like a time lapse of this civilization civilization Progressing through time as Earth did, and even beyond where they were currently, where it got like super sci-fi. They ended up teleporting out at the end, and then
0: they have flying cars. They had, and stuff yeah, like it, that, it yeah.
2: was it was cool to see that. um I, I thought it was a more of a fun episode as well. But it was like they they just sat there and just watched it happen, they didn't, like, you know, so it was like, why didn't you, like, tell anyone about this? Like, this is cool, you know? But it was, that was fun. I also liked the alternate histories episode. I think you guys probably like that one, too. It was really short. It That's was the only short. thing that bothered me. It was short. It, it
0: breaks down... The other one was short, though, too. But it breaks down Hitler into six different demos, but it does it only in seven minutes. So you really only spend, <laughs> like, a minute in each kind of demo. Yeah. Right? If I'm not mistaken, it if I remember the episode. Yeah. yeah. So it's not, like, it's not... I almost feel like I wanted to see a little bit more of that episode, but it was cool. I did mm-hmm. enjoy that one quite a bit.
2: Another episode I really liked was the Zima Blue episode.
0: Yep, yeah, that was a good episode as well.
2: I really liked that episode. Yeah, it, it was, was like cool. it was like machine turning into human, turning back into machine. Yeah, and it was it was really cool. I I don't want to give out too much of it, but I would I would highly recommend Zima Blue. It's pretty. Yeah, Zima it's Blue, pretty meta.
1: It reminded me kind of of. Like a Powerpuff Girls Afro Jack, or the, the style. Samurai yeah, Jack. I would like, say so. Yeah, yeah the like art that, style. That sort of art style, kind of reminiscent of that. Yeah, but yeah, I did enjoy that one. too. That was, it was a good
2: episode. Cool, yeah. And I can, like, I have a, I have a bunch listed off of what I thought about them. But yeah, overall, I thought, it, I thought it was a pretty fun watch. It was a really easy watch. It literally took me like probably just over three, four hours because I had to pause a bunch because of the kids and stuff. And then I wanted to finish the Golden State game because it was close. But overall, I enjoyed watching it. I enjoyed watching them.
0: I would almost say, like, I feel like watching it all at once didn't do it justice, because I wanted to, not not to say that there's any right or wrong way to watch it, but yeah. I definitely wish that I watched episodes like the like um, uh, like that, like the, the Witness one, and, and just then like just thought about it, it reflected yeah. on it, instead of just moving on to the next episode. You don't get a lot of time to digest. Um, it actually left me wanting a lot more, so I really hope that there is a love Death and Robots, like Season 2, and, and whether it's, you know, some of these narratives that we see Kind of the next steps Or what well, happens it's, it's after It's branded as
2: season one So that's a good sign So
0: we'll probably see more Yeah, yeah. Um, So just to give a little bit Of background on it The two, the, the two episodes That I enjoyed the most so should, I really, I, should I
2: give my two? Yes I'm going to like, say suits, suits and Zima Blue Suits and Zima
0: Blue Yeah Okay Cool
2: Those are the two I would recommend
1: Yeah I could, I could go with that
0: I really enjoyed Suits as well. I sure thought yeah. of Star- I It told- was like
2: instant. As soon as the country music started playing, I'm yeah. like, Jim
0: Rayner's going to show up. I'm pretty sure I told Shane repeatedly. Yeah, did. like, this, it's like is this is
1: Starcraft. I'm like, okay, man. i, I, I never never played. Starcraft.
2: So <laughs> much, yeah. I'll take you at your word. I was like, this is like Mech Warrior. Uh, <laughs> no. MechWarrior too. MechWarrior too. Even, the, too. Yeah. even like the, the, the lady one. In the, it was like the, the tank on the yeah. terrain. The accent. Yeah. like the-, the
1: girl with the cigar in her mouth. Yeah. Lance, get him,
2: boy. That but character literally is in Starcraft.
0: That, the, the aesthetic of I'm not even joking. The aesthetic of that entire thing is so... like it's it, it, I'd be baffled if it wasn't the just The inspiration had to be StarCraft, yeah. yeah, for sure. So the two episodes that I enjoyed, uh, I'd say the most, so the two that really stood out, they're not... I don't think they're the best They're just the ones That I just really enjoyed <laughs> Yeah uh, Three Robots I really liked I like Three Robots as well. I feel like
1: that's your Fucking shtick eh What It's not the best But it's my favorite I, I For everything I No cause
0: I, I objectively think That there's like There are better episodes That they're yeah, The ones that were directed bo- better I
2: amazing I thought it was really good I as really well.
0: like Three Robots And I really liked uh When the Yogurt took over It's just It, it was so short But I laughed so much so, During so that whole much, thing dude. It was so, so good So good And it's six minutes And it was just The yeah. whole time I was laughing And the animation style is
2: great you guys, are like, I think you're putting it a little too high.
0: Okay. It was, it was short. Like it was, it was just a glimpse. Yeah, like, yeah. It was, but like, it was what, great. What,
2: what happens when uh, the yogurt leave everyone? <laughs>
0: Yeah, so there's like that whole like existential crisis of the yogurt saved them, but and now oh, it's leaving them. And, and only
2: Ohio was able to prosper. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Ohio. Sounds good. Well, there's a scene where there uh, there's a homeless person in, I think it's Washington. And I think just... we
2: need to give more background on the whole episode just for people to like, what the hell is going So when the about?
0: yogurt took over, the idea of it is that they're trying to... Uh, so they're...
2: essentially, like, yes, yogurt that people eat have like minds and they took over. So, so they genetically,
0: genetically
1: engineer it because they're yeah.
0: trying to make a new type of yogurt. And then the yogurt ends up becoming sentient because uh I think one of the people that works in the lab takes it home and leaves it in the fridge. She yeah. uses it to ferment her own yogurt or something like that. Yeah. And then she starts getting messages in the series, like the granola starts writing out, take me to your leader take me and to all your leader. Yeah. And then it turns out that the yogurt is hyper intelligent and then it uh it can resolve all of humanity's issues, but yeah. humanity's hubris is that they don't listen to this all knowing yogurt <laughs> and then within six months the entire world basically crumbles upon itself. Except but, for Ohio. <laughs> except for Ohio, because for some reason yogurt Asks for Ohio and like the deal, like it well, makes a deal with the president. Just
2: following back before that, like the whole the whole thing was when when the, the yogurt asked to take me to your leader. There was a bargain where they wanted Ohio, and they laughed at it, and then they said, "Okay, we'll go to China because China offered them a whole province." So yeah. th- then they ended up getting Ohio, and then during that time in Ohio, Ohio, Ohio prospered. I mean, I think a bunch of them prospered, but then there was a part in the in the in the in the short where they were supposed to they, like the uh, the yogurt was giving intel to the president of the united states and the, and the yogurt clearly said you need to do this word for word or it won't work and then like you said they didn't listen and that's when everyone crumbled except for Ohio. yeah
0: yeah. so basically what it is is that they give them the the uh they give them the solution to solve the financial crisis like the global financial crisis right and then they don't follow it and then the economy basically crumbles upon itself and the foundations of humanity except for ohio yeah (laughs) and then at the end of the episode you look at all these buildings that are in ohio because it's it's like like fast forwards now yeah it's
2: they fast forward now because at that point when when it all crumbled Everyone hated yogurt, but I think they fa- they fast-forwarded a bunch, and then everyone loved the yogurt, and everyone was like happy and shit like that. Well, it's
0: ten years later, and then after everything had been resolved, the the humans that were left over prospered, and then there's all these buildings, and then at the and then at the end of the episode, it's narrated by the voice uh, behind um, Brain from Pinky and the Brain, which also, oh was it? Yeah, That's yeah. cool. So that I didn't know that me as well. Um, but then at the end of the episode, yeah. So they they like a few days ago, the the yogurt started taking off into space. And leaving the humans behind, and then the humans had become so dependent on the yogurt providing for them and creating stability. <laughs> and then you notice that what's flying into space is just yogurt cups. So yeah. they're like giant buildings, but they're shaped yogurt like yogurt cups. cups. Spaceships. And then the narrator has this like existential crisis about what if the yogurt never comes back for the humans, and then the episode just ends. So it's just super weird. Like it's such a great. I you thought know. it was such a great episode. just, in terms of how funny it was, and then it's just ridiculous. It was the most ridiculous of all of them, at least to me. Yeah. And then three robots was just a lot of fun. So they're talking about you, humanity. You picked like, the
2: two lighthearted episodes. The lighthearted ones. The yeah. light-hearted ones. I loved.
0: Yeah. I loved the cat twist and, was uh, <laughs> yeah, and three robots cat twi- as well. So good. Yeah.
2: The, the three robots one. You want to give some info on that one? Or just watch it.
0: Uh, I would watch the three robots one because there's a little bit of a twist in it. But basically, the, the general story is that there's three robots and they're and essentially like post
2: human on Earth.
0: Yeah, so they're in the apocalypse and then they're kind of going back and they're doing almost like a tour of, of where humans used to uh, prosper. Yeah. Um, and then and <laughs> the then it really good. And then it just kind of go. They go through like a shopping mall and they see their ancestors. Like the robot was born of like old baby monitors. Yeah. And then the other one was a. a they went a, to a diner. They riff. Yeah, they're at a diner. They riff on. Um, they riff on the ex. Bought 4000 yeah, The 4, being yeah. derivative of the yeah. Xbox yeah. So, yeah 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 There's some great stuff in there I would definitely watch it It's very lighthearted. It's very funny It is funny It's um, a good one And it's it's just very enjoyable It's also very uh, It gets very dark at the end Could... When the third robot Kind of explains What the downfall of humanity is Yeah yeah like, yeah Yeah that's totally What's going to be What fucks us <laughs> I think
1: so too uh, And
0: then they add One small little thing At the end And it kind of it, it changes the status quo Of the episode And it turns out That that's why Humans actually become uh, extinct So it's great It's a great uh, episode to watch I would, I would hi- definitely recommend that And it's only the second episode so you get into it pretty quickly. Yeah. And one follow, thing
2: following that first episode it was like it was like you, you kind of needed that one. Like, yeah. yeah. Holy Because yeah, that, that, that first episode, episode was like crazy. it was crazy. It, was it really dark. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. really of, dark. <laughs> yeah.
0: There's a lot of uh, uh of gore. What I will say is the ones that that are gory are are very gory, yeah. and then the ones that are not gory are pretty like clean. they're pretty light like they're there pretty was clean. Even the,
2: the shapeshifter one which was like super Dude, gory the shapeshifter
1: as well. one was like gory and also like trigger <laughs> inducing for people
0: yeah, like, it was so the,
2: it was a little it was a little weird a little, weird. little, little much the one, for me.
0: the one complaint that i would have about the series overall was um you know I obviously praise its animation style and its distinct like its distinct uh, cast of creators and writers and production studios i went into it i think it takes a lot to be able to for sure have an anthology work the way that this does um but i think as it is with a lot of cyberpunk settings or steampunk settings, which is where a lot of these uh, are actually set within either post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. or in cyberpunk, is that they generally just, the the the, the 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 women that are actually in them are very rarely not just used as like a sexual a sexual object of some sort. So that becomes very consistent throughout all of them. If you think about the space episode, um, that like creature thing, I don't want to spoil the twist. It's a, it's a, it's You're a talking pretty... about the Greta one? Yeah, the Greta one. At so the th- very end. Yeah, so the Greta episode is, is like crap. that.
2: That one was like mind fuck. Man. There's the
0: episode with the fox, like in 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 China. Yeah, I like that episode. That was a great episode, I thought as well.
1: I thought that one was kind of fucking
2: crazy. It there's, was it was over the top, but I thought it was I thought the art style
1: of that one was really cool.
0: There was yeah, a I cartoon was cool.
1: coochie in it.
2: Yeah, I know. There, there was, was this whole series had a lot of dick too. Like, yeah, my, there was my, a full on hard <laughs> on in that
1: one.
0: There is an episode. Uh, <laughs> there's an episode. <laughs> I don't remember specifically which one it was, but there was another episode where, oh, it was the Dracula episode. Yeah. And it's just so over the top, like just, just like oozing masculinity and like, and, and, uh, um, like. Yeah, just crazy fucking gore innuendo. I felt, and innuendo, yeah. I felt like, crazy. bad for
2: them at the end of that episode. I thought they
1: were gonna make it out.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> and it's it's pretty. It's a pretty horrible editing. That's yeah. also when they cut the dude in half, or when Dracula oh, cuts man, the guy in yeah, half, The that assistant, that yeah. and you yeah. see
1: like his skin, then his skull, then his, <laughs> yeah. his brain. Oh.
0: And then Dracula just steps on a skull, and the blood splattering out of him. It's basically like a fountain, and it just makes like. Dracula is hulking like yeah. menace. Yeah, like and out the again, blood. and it's animated in like a
1: Tintin-esque well. style. Yeah, like that's what I would. That's what you I would. You should watch this, to. Paul.
0: I don't know why you didn't watch it. Yeah, you should watch it. Anyways, <laughs> there is one thing that I actually just realized looking up the credits of the episode. The the episode that featured Topher Grace, which is the freezer episode. Yeah, the Ice Age. I, I mentioned this to Shane yesterday that it reminds me of a of an episode of Futurama where Bender um, is floating in space and a civilization decides to grow on his ass and, uh, and he's trying to play God or no, sorry, it's on his stomach. And then, uh, there's another civilization that grows on his ass. And so they're at war with each other. That's so funny. And he's trying to mediate, um, he's trying to mediate these two civilizations, but he doesn't want to over intervene because they treat him like God. (laughs) But then he, if he, whenever he does intervene, he just ruins a civilization. So he's like trying to walk this balance. It's a very meta episode. He ends up meeting God later in the episode, but so it reminded me a lot of that, and then it turns out that that episode actually features voice work from John DiMaggio, who voices Bender in. Uh, that's so. That's so.
1: That's so. That's so cool.
0: Yeah. So it's a pretty cool tie-in. I thought there. that
1: that one reminded me of Indian in a cupboard. Have you ever seen that movie as no, a kid? No, I haven't. No. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, right? no, I know what you're talking about. I mean, about. it's not. It's not politically correct by today's day in the slightest. <laughs> it's just calling the name that of the movie, Yeah. But it's like a kid who puts a like a little like aboriginal or native person in a cupboard like a little cupboard like a little toy and he closes the cupboard and opens it up and then the he's alive he comes out and he's alive and he's shooting a bow and arrow and riding a horse and then he puts a cowboy in there and the cowboy comes alive and just reminded me of that like little minifigures that it's, come alive
0: so the episode that i was talking about a future it's called god uh godfellas it's probably one of the best Futurama episodes or one of the most memorable ones um it's a space pirate attack that, yeah, ends up putting some sort of moss that ends up growing a civilization or a micro-civilization, micro-civiliz- and then the uh, ass ends up um, sending off nukes onto his stomach, and that's how the civilization is, is, is destroyed. Anyways, uh, it reminded me a lot of that, so I did quite enjoy that. I did say to Shane, though, it kind of seems to waste uh, its cast a little bit, because that, that, I think, had the most star power in it, um, in terms of having Topher Grace, having John DiMaggio, who's, that, who does a lot of voice work and animation. Um, and then having Tim Miller direct the episode. So there's a lot of resources for that episode and it feels like they very much underplay Mary Elizabeth Winstead and Topher Grace's roles in it. because really, they're just observing, just observing stuff happening. Yeah. You don't really get a sense of who they are anyways. So I, I, I liked it. But it was more because it just brought me back to Godfellas rather than liking it as that individual piece. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the only one, if I'm not mistaken, that's not animated out of all of them. It's Although actually, it had
2: some animations in it. Had it had some animation. it. It was the only it. one that had real-life people, real people in it. Real-life
0: yeah. people in it, yeah. Now, what I will say is some of the episodes that did try to emulate like real-life animation Wasn't do it so fucking so well. well. So there's the werewolf episode. I think that that probably was one of the iconic ones that really stood out I, for me. I think that one... I think that one was
2: good. Like it looked, they, it, I mean, it looked really good. Mm-hmm. But because it wasn't like in darker setting for most of the episode, it wasn't as good as the episode where um, it's called Beyond the Aquila Rift mm-hmm. with the, the with Greta. Mm-hmm. That episode, that was like the first episode. I was like, what the hell? Yeah, like, that
0: looked crazy. I was real. like, yeah,
2: this looks super real. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah, that that was I enjoyed that episode quite a bit as well. It was a good episode, and it twists within twists. So there's a lot of like Twilight Zone moments in that episode where it was a mindfuck.
2: That episode was a mindfuck,
0: and then it twists back. It's it's kind of it reminded me of Black Mirror in a lot of ways. It was almost like a a Black Mirror esque like sci fi. It's a lot of of people are describing
1: it like a Black Mirror, like an animated Black Mirror. I mean, it's not. It doesn't nearly push the edge as much. I find I feel like it's pushing the edge is relying on like here's CGI nudity or here's animated nudity and here's people's Cartoon characters saying, fuck, and things like that. Like, it's like, yeah. oh.
0: Well, I just think it's also, uh, it's also, you can only do so much with characters in a 15 or a 10 to 15 minute window. Right. That they're trying to be very, very expedient with it, right? Like, whereas in Black Mirror, a lot of those episodes are an hour plus. So, you oh, get no, to plus, know the characters there's more more more. There's more storytelling. You get to actually empathize with the character a lot more. So, I wouldn't hold that against it. I think for what it does, it does well. Um, and it tries to keep it relatively concise so that you can just kind of think brief glimpses and then you move on to the mm-hmm. next episode mm-hmm. um, funny enough i'm just reading about uh the werewolves uh, episode and there actually is a commander rainer in that so i wonder if that ties to to it's a
2: different episode though different
0: episode but still like whether that actually contributed to <laughs> i it doubt it, if it, it just thinking about it so the same guy it that contributes
2: that, uh, to what he was referring to Raynor. there was a character named rainer or in, in what, Starcraft? In the, in the in the werewolf episode. Oh. And Starcraft as a the only reason I Rainer.
0: The only reason I say that is because the the guy that adapted the uh, the the script is outside of two episodes, it was the same person that adapted the script for all of the episodes. So yeah. there is some consistency in terms of who is writing. Um the other episode, this is the last one. I thought this one was visually very cool um but i didn't
2: you know what the dreams one or the 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 fish the one. fish one yeah fish the night? fish one looked really cool that was a cool concept yeah that was really I, cool. i had a feeling like you can say that one yeah,
0: yeah. it was so like it was, was like really a blend
2: cool. of like reality and like I had an acid trip yeah, yeah and like it became real though you know what i mean yeah. like he died yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: he got butt ass naked and flew through the air dude yeah. if you do that you're gonna die i hate to tell you there's no good time to be butt ass naked in the air
0: yeah yeah so I mean, overall, I'd say yeah, I'm in the same boat as Shane. I think I, I, again, I said my favorite too, but I think overall, there's probably about half of them that are really, really good. Yeah. And then there's probably three or four of them that I'd say are, you know, they're they're they weren't my favorite, but like you should still watch them yeah, just because I, they're provocative. I would
2: warrant it to watch. Like it was, it was enjoyable.
0: And then there's a couple that I just that just didn't do it uh, didn't do it for me, but I would still recommend watching the series as a whole, just so that you can kind of handpick the episodes that yeah. you really enjoy.
2: I think the only one that really, really didn't do it for me was the last one. The, the, the Soviet. Uh, yeah, that what? one. The Secret War. What it was like. A, yeah, The Secret War. Yeah, I didn't love that one either. It was like a portal that let in all these demons and shit. Yeah. And like, it was just
1: like, okay, cool. Yeah. I, th- I think what this show does best is it introduces adult cartoons, or not adult cartoons, adult animation in a different way than what we've seen. Because like, right now, if you think about the genre of adult animation, you're thinking Bojack Horseman, Bob's Burgers, um, Archer. Like you're thinking things like that, and they're either they're not necessarily animated eloquently. Like Archer has a very unique and and animation style, but then that kind of blends into everything else I find where it's always like a two D style animation. This we get something where it's like CGI and computer animated and it looks like people have spent a lot of time and a lot of money and resources on it. To make something that's ten to seventeen minutes, you're gonna get a lot of people who are watching this being like, "Why aren't more movies like this?" And then you're gonna start getting.
2: Well, you gotta consider budget. Like I was thinking, without watching, I'm like, is it just cheaper to? to make this with like just a real life cast you know what i mean like i wonder what the budget was for making some of those like r- super realism episodes like
1: well you have blur who's doing them right and blur is the premiere in in like cgi cutscenes and stuff like that right now like i was saying earlier so yeah
2: like i just wanted to know I, I wonder if there's like a report where they where they say what how much each episode cost them to make
1: yeah i wonder i wonder like how much of it is for those animation studios to like Showcase. Add to their reel and showcase and how much of it Yeah. Um like how much of it is just them getting paid to do it. You right. know
0: what I mean? Well kinda you know what it, it makes me think of like the directors that have done really, really great shorts that have been able to adapt them into bigger uh films based on the premise. So if I think about Alive in Joburg, so Neil Blomkamp's um, demo footage that ended up becoming District Nine. Like these almost seem like they're that same like. Do you want to do more? That's in this universe. Oh, some of them. Oh, that's cool. I'd say some of them are complete within themselves. But if you think about the Greta episode, like, I would love to see more about like the background behind that. We probably won't, but it'd be really cool. And then there's other self-contained ones. Like a full-fledged
2: ones. theater release of something like like a, yeah, like in that loop of world or whatever yeah or
0: even like a black mirror-esque episode where it's like an hour long and then you just kind of find out a little bit more and then there's other ones that are really 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 really, really, really well self-contained that you don't need to know more like yogurt like that one is just yeah it's six minutes it's funny it's a stupid premise <laughs> and that's it it's over right yeah. um and then the same with three robots like that's another one that i would love to find out a little bit more about like
2: what happened to the humans what happened to
0: the humans i mean we hear it there's some exposition at the yeah. end of it but like what is it like for the robots? How do the robots get through that? Like, what did they do like, before yeah. they got yeah, yeah, to yeah. that area? So there's a lot of cool stuff that I think that they could probably do with this. And then I also think for the directors, I think it's just an opportunity for them to maybe try some stuff out that probably wouldn't have gotten greenlit for anything longer than five or six minutes. Um, Neil Blomkamp, Neil Bloomcamp has done a lot of, uh, of work since his last uh, full length in Chappie. He's been releasing them on Steam. Um, there's one called... Um, Z- I think it's Zygote or something like that. There's about three or four of them that he's made that, that were um, that were receiving really, really great reviews. So there seems to be this really um, great market for small, short films that are based around concepts that could potentially become something bigger, but at the same time work as a smaller film so, or a smaller... Um, uh, shorts so i think this is probably a a, a a a taster of what's to come out of the series i'd be surprised if some of them didn't come back and and maybe expand upon the characters from this season a little bit more or whether we just see more anthology i think
2: it would be just brand new stuff
0: i think so as well but i still like I, I i can't help but feel like there's probably episodes in here that people want to Maybe find out a little bit more. Yeah. Maybe the directors want to go back in. Maybe there's like a part two or something like that. That'd be cool. I don't think they've announced a second season yet if I'm not well, mistaken. Well, you just said it just came
2: out, so they probably won't for a while. We're uh, to see how many viewers have been watching it and so see if it's worth the money putting into it, you know, just like business side of things since it's just, everything's on stream, right? So there's no ticket sales.
0: So this was something weird, too, about the show, and I just found this out reading. Um, In March, Netflix revealed that it was experimenting with a new approach by including a different order of episodes for different users. Um, So in response to an accusation that the episode order was based on the streaming company's perception of a user's sexual orientation, Netflix responded via Twitter that there were four unique episode orders released to all users at random.
2: Is this for this show?
0: Yeah. I I still don't get it so they basically different users were seeing different orders of episodes based on their sexual orientation was the theory behind it but netflix was saying that was that, that they actual were, fact that all the netflix it fell through? all netflix confirmed is that there were four unique episode orders that were released to users at random times so different people had seen the 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 order of episodes differently
2: uh, that's that's a fact yeah interesting
0: so yeah, i wonder crazy. if we see that in other things as well like other anthology things whether they might do something like that with the next season of black mirror if black mirror continues beyond um bandersnatch i wonder if they'll do something i'm sure it will because anthologies really don't reliant on watching them in any particular order no right this you could watch and you can watch them by themselves you don't even have to go and watch some of the episodes to understand the others um but yeah it's Mm -hmm. uh it was was i'd say give it a go listen like
1: watch some of the ones that we talked about get a good snippet and see if you want to go further uh don't watch it in front of your kids (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty explicit. It can be pretty gory, animated so I would titties, definitely animated. Dick. Yeah, there's there's some animated stuff in it that maybe you don't want your kids oh, oh to there see. There is.
1: Yeah, I just hit my eye on the thing. <laughs> just thinking about it.
0: Um, there's a final thought that I had around it as well, and I don't remember what it was.
1: Well, that's a good one. It's a good thought. For that
2: thought. It's a good thought. You use your mind-reading abilities to figure out what your mind wants to say.
0: Uh, they're gone. I got rid of them this week. <laughs> oh, shaved them off. And and I, I got delivered a pizza. Mega mind, no more.
2: Cool, man.
1: Cool. Sorry. Well, I mean, watch it.
0: That's a, I. I still watch. Oh, it. I was gonna say, watch it from me for Total sure. runtime. You you can watch all of them under three hours.
2: That's what I'm saying. I I like I, I looked at it just like I did rough math my, rough math in my head. I'm like, yeah, probably about three hours.
0: About three hours, so you can watch everything. So um, highly recommended. Um, to watch it, uh, individual episodes, you know, may vary depending on what you enjoy and what you don't enjoy. But definitely check out the series. Um, it's on Netflix now. It's been streaming since March fifteenth, um, and then we will hopefully hear that there might be a, another season coming up, or even some sort of expansion upon the first season. Um, but yeah, definitely check it out. It's pretty. Uh, it's pretty pretty beautiful. I'd say that's probably the best way to describe it. They're 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 very pretty. Yes cool
1: yeah I would say it's it's very pretty yeah go watch it let us know what you think let us know what you think of uh, <laughs> the stuff on the animation and go go adult cartoons rebirth in the future I'm sure we'll see a lot more of it what do you think
0: uh, sure, man. cool man that's kind oh, of so, what I just said cause yeah. on that yeah, it's <laughs> it good you know, Check like us out on social media. We had last week, uh, we talked about the Avengers Endgame phenomena that is overtaking the world. Two billion now. As of today, it's the second highest grossing wor- movie worldwide. It's crazy. 11 days. Of all time in 11 days, which is crazy. So um, if it continues, then it very much has a real possibility of yeah, passing I Avatar. To. I think it has the to. The only thing that I would say is that it's possible that it slows down significantly because most people have seen it already.
1: Most people are watching know, it a man. second time, but, but
0: the other thing I would say, too, is that it came out in China afterwards, which is why... I thought Infinity you said China War, came out first. Listen to me. Infinity War came out first and then released in China, so they saw a big boost at worldwide, at worldwide box office, whereas this came out first. So a lot of their domestic and worldwide numbers inflated over the course of the first weekend rather than staggered over the course of the month. So what you're seeing right now is worldwide cumulative, and there's no major markets that it's going to debut in again, whereas Infinity War still had kind of its trump card in China. And that drew up its, uh, its like week three and week four performance. So we'll see. I don't know, man. I don't know. I think it has a real chance of doing it. I, I mean, it's done I a lot in 11 days. I'm going to so. go and
2: say, I'm going to guarantee.
0: I hope it does. It's do, it. Put it, it on this podcast. Charles, Charles Barkley moment right there. It deserves to, uh, it deserves to pass a bit, um, Avatar, in my opinion. A hundred percent it does. I'm yeah. surprised Avatar still there, man. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Anyways, uh, check us out on all social media. The Slice, uh, at The Slice TO on Facebook and Twitter and all the other social media areas on Instagram, blah, blah, blah um and then we'll be back on thursday blah, blah, blah. Blah. We'll, be on, we'll be on uh on thursday we'll be back with our Odd topping episode this week we also had an Odd topping last week that discussed our favorite uh it was a really fun episode so listen to it if you haven't yet yeah check it out if you haven't listened to it it's just uh, us talking about what each other's superpowers would be and not so superpowers
1: uh <laughs> careful how you put that sentence together
0: and some not some not so superpowers yeah okay
1: Cool. Cool. Super. It was a good episode. Thank you guys for listening. And thanks, guys.
0: It's been a slice. It's been a slice.
1: Bye.